My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. It's a sunny Saturday afternoon. You're in your driveway, or if you live in an apartment like me, your pre-assigned parking space. You've just washed your vehicle, and now it's time to have fun and get your hands dirty. You reach for a bottle of Detailer's Mist, Tire Shine, Interior Wipes. You put in a little elbow grease, but it's a big payoff when you take a few steps back and look at your vehicle. It's a good feeling, and call me crazy, but the first time you drive after a good wash and detail, there's just something about it. It's like your car feels different. And I'm sure it's a psychological thing, but whatever it is, it's awesome. This is the business Meguiar's is in today. Sure, they bottle a lot of cleaning products, but what they really bottle is that connection between a driver and their vehicle, that love, passion, and appreciation. It doesn't matter if it's a high-end performance car for the track or a rare collector car for a show. It doesn't matter if it's a rugged off-road vehicle that can climb mountains. In my case, it's just a simple daily driver. A small blue crossover. But I like my small blue crossover. And it doesn't matter the make or model because Meguiar's knows how to connect with every driver, no matter what they drive. From ADAS to electrification, this is Division News Radio with Carl Anthony in Detroit, Michigan. I recently had the opportunity to have lunch with Mike Pennington and Tony D'Amato from Meguiar's as they were in the Detroit area on business. For this episode of AutoVision News Radio, you will hear a portion of that recorded conversation. The first voice you hear will be Mike's, followed by Tony's, with the two of them interacting with each other as our conversation continued over lunch. By way of introduction, Mike Pennington serves as the Director of Training and Consumer Relations at Meguiar's, overseeing and setting procedures for the company's global technical training programs, Mike is McGuire's resonant technical expert on all of its products and technologies, and he is one of the world's foremost experts on proper car care techniques. Meanwhile, Tony D'Amato is the Senior Manager of Experiential Marketing and Public Relations at McGuire's. Tony is a 20-year marketing veteran at the company and is responsible for the creation and execution of PR, marketing, and influencer programs that ultimately unite Meguiar's with its customers around the globe. The brand celebrated its 120th birthday in 2021, and as Mike explains, automobiles were not the first recipients of a Meguiar's polish. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. The more you learn about the Meguiar's, let's call it history and heritage, the more people like really go, wow, I didn't realize you guys have been around since 1901. So if you turn the clock back, you think there was a lot of cars in 1901, but it was Actually, Frank McGuire Jr., who started the business, and it was all about furniture care. So, you know, those dynamics of putting food on the table, uh, making furniture shine, and then you transition to some of the first horses, carriages, had that same technology and coatings. He was brilliant enough to kind of understand, hey, if the cleaners and polishes that I created worked here, why would they not work over on this side? And then literally we often running with the automobile industry. So, I mean, started in Evansville, Indiana, uh, moved to Pasadena and been on the West Coast ever since 1913. So it's such a fantastic story of following the hobby, the growth, and I guess, I mean, milestones would be, I mean, I think, 
I think I think a lot about the serendipitous of being in the Southern California market, really during that hot rod explosion of the 40s and 50s, and really put us in the right spot at the right time. Yeah, if you think about the enthusiasts, for sure. Yeah. I've kind of grown up with that, and we still leverage that. You know, the people that want to take care of their vehicles versus the people that have to take care of their vehicles. Working from his garage in the early years, founder Frank McGuire Jr. made one bottle of polish at a time with an egg beater, working at night to fill orders for the next day. Frank's philosophy was that whatever he made with his own hands, he could speak for, and he vowed never to sell anything that wasn't the absolute best. It wasn't until 1950 that we actually produced our first car wax, believe it or not. Before that, it was all cleaners, polishes, compounds, restorative and, and glazes. Um, but when Frank McGuire Jr. passed away, we launched into expansion into car wax. And in 1973, yeah. you mentioned something funny about the enthusiasts and the hot rod. And I don't know if many people know that really what, I guess, built our reputation and our name that we still hold today very, very dear to our hearts is the professional side of our business, the body shops, the painters, the custom yeah. builders, you yeah. mentioned hot rods, and that explosion was perfect. Um, that's really our technology where we learned and worked. And it wasn't until 1973, another key milestone, that we entered into the DIY market. So we took a lot of that technology of professional painters, OEMs, paint technology, and transferred into, let's make products that are simpler, very easy to use, that anybody can use. You don't have to be a pro to use. And we still make consumer, we still make pro, and believe it or not, we still make marine products as well. I love, you know? the, I love the way you put it, Mike. It's our, the professional was our race team, right? And then we, we transitioned into the yeah. consumer lines. So, then, Of course, another great point, 2008, I think, is another milestone. Yeah. We're acquired by 3M. So we are uh, you know, under that umbrella of 3M. In fact, uh, we just moved into a brand new building. I guess that's another milestone. <laughs> I've been here a long time, and I helped move into the other building 33 years ago. So just moved into a brand new building in Irvine, California, yeah. in SoCal. Um, that's really setting us up for the next you know, decades of business. You know, new lab, new training center, new education. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, so beautiful place. Uh, very fortunate, and it's exciting. In addition to everyday consumer automotive cleaning products, Meguiar's offers a professional line. As Mike and Tony were saying, Meguiar's made its name on its professional product lineup, and the analogy of a race team they used is similar to the everyday cars we drive, where an OEM may take key learnings from the track and transition those to the street. It's similar with Meguiar's when discussing their professional line versus their consumer products. As different as they are, they're very similar. And what we mean by that is, if you take a surface, um, you're able to either restore it, correct it, and or protect it moving forward. So whether you're working, uh, let's call it in the professional side of the business, with machines that are, uh, or more aggressive products to do that work for you because time, cycle time is of the essence, you still have a lot of those same, you know, compounds, polishes, waxes, cleaners, etc. I will leave a link in the show notes to a PDF that, wait for it, details, no pun intended, the Meguiar's professional line. <laughs> now, many of these professional solutions outlined in that PDF have gone on, though, to inspire everyday consumer products. We still have those same types of washes, cleaners, polishes, waxes, maintenance, spray detailers, etc. Because uh, you'll still do that 
as a consumer, as a do-it-yourselfer, but you're probably going to be using your hands, maybe an orbital buffer, you know, uh, not as confusing, a little bit safer. Um, and, and what we mean by safer is um, it's not as aggressive on the compounds. You know, you're not using a rotary polisher to do the work. You're using your hands. So conceptually, the products are the same, but formulations a little bit, almost like detuned. You right. heard the term racing earlier. Yeah. You kind of detuned some of that, those racing performance parts to be DIY friendly. Then, of course, the marine industry, guess what? You're still washing, cleaning, polishing, protecting. You're still doing all that, but you're working on gel coat. So the porosity, the thickness, um, that substrate or top coat, I guess you could say at that point, is a little bit different. So some of the formulas are tweaked specifically to be worked on gel coat versus automotive. It could be lacquer, enamel, urethane, two-component, whatever you want to fill in the way. So... They have a thread of similarities, sure. but they're kind of tuned, Tony, is that a fair statement, yeah, to, to those industry's needs. As we continued our conversation over lunch, I asked Mike and Tony what products they would recommend for a first-time McGuire's customer. To answer that, they went back to Frank McGuire Jr.'s original vision. The products do what we say they do. Um, we were talking earlier about how, you know, uh, not only 3M, but Barry McGuire, his father, Malcolm McGuire, the founder, Frank McGuire Jr., has a steadfast policy of the product has got to work. You know, certainly what's on the outside of the label, on the outside right. of the bottle is pretty. That may sell it the first time. But what's important is what's inside the bottle. So if we say it does X, it better do X plus one. <laughs> and then we put uh, between our R&D, our marketing team, our technical team, you know, that team in Irvine, um, we kind of hold ourselves to another level, and I know that sounds very odd, but I've been a part of it. You've yeah. been a part of testing and, and working with products, and it's really cool to see what a concept they actually work. You know, so to look at that first part of your question about what's popular is you kind of have to ask yourself, um, you know, are you a true enthusiast that wants to get down and really, you know, do you buy a used vehicle that you're restoring and you're getting your hands dirty and you want to bring back that original paint? Because it's a it's a you know survivor type of situation, or did you just buy a new daily driver that you want quick and easy to wash it, um, clean your windows, maybe use a spray detailer yeah. like our ultimate quick detailer? So if you look at some of these different segments, they're kind of all over the board from washes, quick detailers, spray detailers to our compounds. Um, we we kind of hit the nail on the head and. Depending on what you're looking for, it's almost like a, a prescription. Right. I mean, yeah. We used to have a, RX. You know, a, an RX that said, what's best for you yeah. is what your needs are. So we'll talk to you and say, what are you working on? How are you doing it? What are your goals? Um, is it that daily driver that parks outside? Well, our best sellers and users are going to be X. Uh, if you're a body shop restoring or an enthusiast restoring your your weekend toy mm -hmm. and you want to get down and dirty, we can help you there too. It's going to be a different set of products. And we hear it all the time, whether it's at events or whether it's in our solutions hub of people calling and just generations of trust within the McGuire's family. You know, my grandfather used it. My dad used it. Uh, I've used it for, for my whole, you know, my whole career. So I think it's, um, it's a piece that we really enjoy hearing those stories because people truly do care about our product. They're, they're, I'm a McGuire's guy. Uh, we hear it. And so it's, it's a really cool piece of the business for us. 
and, and it's interesting you talk about that trust and you know we've, we've built that trust and we're very thankful for that you mentioned that yeah. and it's pretty fun when people come up and talk to us as different as everybody is from the marine crowd to the professional crowd to the diy crowd it's interesting to hear as different as they all are they're very similar what do i use on my boat what do i use on my personal watercraft what do i use on my car right product right technique yeah, right <laughs> gives the best results. So you got to always use it, right? Yeah. What's our famous uh, read, the, read the friendly label. Read the friendly label, <laughs> RTFL. So uh, it's very important. Good product, good technique, great results. Yeah. Most of the time on AutoVision News Radio, we talk about ADAS, autonomous driving, and electrification. And those are exciting topics when you get into the engineering and the product development and the design. And although automotive detailing seems like it's a world apart from those topics, the underlying principles are quite similar when it comes to engineering and product development and ultimately consumer adoption. So we create all, and, and design all of our own products in-house. Uh, as part of that, we just built a brand new lab. It's amazing. And of course, if you're ever on the West Coast, in Irvine, you're more than welcome to go. We'd love to give you two, actually. I'd love to see that. Um, but the philosophy there is a combination of what consumers want, ease of use experience, but the other side of that coin is technology that's available. Does it make sense to help the end result or the experience of the consumer? And then the other, let's call it pillar that is gonna be um, regulatory. You know, we wanna make sure and utilize products that are safe, effective for, you know, whether that's VOCs, whether it's our packaging, is that, you know, getting out of PVC packaging and the PET, HDPE and all those things stuff. So you got a couple different pillars that are happening from technology, environmental, and experience and result, if that makes sense. I hope that helps a little bit, yeah, but they, they pay so much attention to that. Sure. And we hold ourselves again to that higher standard of um, does it do what it says it does and can we prove that? Mm -hmm. You know, in this industry, there's a lot of, let's call it noise out there. You know, a lot of great products out there. Um, but we want to make sure that our products, we can prove internally and externally that it does what it yeah, says it, it does. Yeah. Yeah. As a brand now over 120 years strong, Meguiar's has seen a number of market trends and technical innovations. You look at that early evolution of paint technology from varnishes, you know, all the way through that evolution up until where we're at now, um, it has changed dramatically. And the benefit to consumers is you know, easier to care for, lasts longer, uh, the, the color combinations, the color shifting paints, all these wild colors, again, to personalize it for you, is available and they look great. Um, and from the appearance care side, probably, you know, first thing comes to mind is probably twofold, technology and protection, you know, uh, Carnuba Wax, yeah. you know, was the first out, uh, good quality protection. And then we entered into polymer technology. And now everybody talks about ceramic technology, whether that's SiO2 or you know TiO2 or whatever it may be. The level of protection you're able to give to that vehicle, you know, is really escalated up. You know, you're almost increasing the sunscreen factor, SPF. You know, not technically, but it's an analogy. <laughs> um, and also the machinery that's been available to consumers. You know, some of the machinery that was professional only yeah. for example a DA polisher like our MT300 you know at first glance you would think that's just for a pro 
but it makes that job of that dual action polisher. In fact, when, what year was it? Late 60s-ish, we invented the, yeah. the foam pad for a dual action polisher yep. um, to have a dual action foam pad polisher. So the machinery and technology to care for your paint makes it easier for you. So I mean, I, what am I yeah, missing? Yeah, I think, I think to add to that, the one thing that I think we've seen a shift in that we've been able to really bring solutions for is the amount of time you're willing to put into it, yeah. right? That technology as well. Like, Great hey, point. yes, we have product that if you want to spend the whole weekend working on your car, but if you only have, you know, a half hour before you're headed out, we have products that are great that'll work and, and you'll see great results from that are quick and easy. So I think the technology has allowed us to do that as well. Yeah, think of Insane Shine Paint Glosser. Yeah. That we just launched at SEMA last year. You know, uh, you know, think of an old school hand glaze, hand polish that would take you forever. Now it's a, a mist and wipe and you're like, yep. I get that darkness and that pop, especially on the metallics you talked about. Um, in an easy to use function. Yep. So yeah, that, that's a great one to add to that for yep. sure. Mike and Tony spend a good deal of time on the road, out at shows and events, talking with consumers and getting to know enthusiasts. In my experience, I sometimes see a dividing line when I balance my work between Automoblog, Autovision News, and the AutoSense and InCap and conferences. There are times, not always, but there are times when that line is really stark and bold. Some consumers, and enthusiasts especially, feel a sense of loss with the ongoing news about how the internal combustion engine is preparing to exit the stage. And given my love for Detroit muscle cars and Italian supercars, I feel that same sense of loss. When I was a kid, there was a book fair that would come through our elementary school. This is probably when I was in second or third grade, so late 80s. And my dad had given me some extra money to get this car book that I wanted at the book fair. And I don't have a ton of happy memories of my father, which is a discussion for maybe another time. <laughs> but he'd given me not only extra, he not, he not only gave me the money for this book, but he gave me some extra money that I didn't realize it on the form that your parents fill out. He actually had put down some extra money for me to get the additional posters that went along with this book. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember that in the book, there, the car was on the left-hand page. There was a photo of the car on the left-hand page. Then on the right-hand page was a short write-up about it and then some essential specs. And I don't remember every car that was in the book. I, I do remember the BMW M1 was in there, the Ferrari GTO. There was a Lamborghini. There was a Lotus. And then there was a Mazda MX-5 Miata. And that was the moment I fell in love with the Miata was because of that book. And the corresponding posters, they weren't like full-size posters, but there was like six or seven like medium-sized posters. So I put those in my room all above my bed of all these different cars from that book. And what you could say is that you hope that EVs will end up in these books and, and on those posters. And if you look at high-performance electrified vehicles, it's probably a safe assumption. And that's not even counting the stuff we're going to see in the future. As Tony explained, this is cause for excitement, that while we may see less of the internal combustion engine, we now have a new type of vehicle to fall in love with. You know, Carl, I think we talked about it earlier, but the, the change in the industry is probably the greatest change we've seen since horses carriage to the combustion engine, right? As far as the technology side of it. But the thing that excites me the most is there's a lot of people that are entering the space that are really excited about these vehicles 
for a variety of reasons, from technology to environmental um, to speed. I mean, let's be, be honest, I mean, EV vehicles fast, right? It's a lot of fun to drive. So to me, that part of it's super exciting for us as you think about the enthusiasts and people that are really excited about these vehicles. And we're seeing it across the, across the spectrum from events uh, to, to forums and, and clubs that are happening. People are excited about them and, and we're starting to see that in a real way that, you, that we're used to seeing in other genres. So to me, it's a very exciting time. It's, it's, a, it's a time of health for the industry really and, and a new generation of car guys. And, and to add on to that, um, it's interesting to see, you know, the OEs, obviously the adoption and all the new models that are coming out, that have come out and are planning to come out. But take a look at that aftermarket side of the business. Yeah. When you talk about um, that adoption by the enthusiasts, you know, we're seeing more and more aftermarket companies design, build, and pay attention to this, um, you know, EV market. Um, you can do things from wheels, tires, suspension. Uh, body kits, spoilers, wings. So that's that same excitement for your ride, pride in your ride, enthusiasm is is still there. And so we're just standing watching this, and right. this is pretty cool to see this. You know, versus when they you know they first started to become out. Um, you know, they kind of were all the same, and they, they weren't, weren't super excited. They weren't right? super exciting, but we're starting to see that shift a little bit. Yeah, and it's really fun. And we're hearing that same story from. When we attend these shows. Yeah. Before we finished our lunch, I asked Mike and Tony what their favorite Meguiar's products are. It is a professional product called uh, M40. Um, it is designed for tires, rubber. It's a low gloss. Um, not a lot of people. If you if you're in the know, you're you in know, the know. Yeah, yeah. Violin <laughs> rubber cleaner conditioner M40 in our professional mirror glaze bottle. Um, don't leave home without it. I, that's tough to say one though. I'm I had to get two or three. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have ultimate waterless washing. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that, that, that's a that's a too. that's an office favorite yeah. for all of us. Um, and then probably ultimate uh, quick wax. Yeah, to add spray yeah. protection. So they're all. Uh, what's yeah. funny is they're all free spray products. Right to your point. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. M40, I'm, I'm very fond. A lot of people are very fond of it. It gives a natural gloss, yeah. not a high shine. Nothing against high shine. If you love it, more power to you. We sell a lot more high shine, tire care than we do low shine, but M40. Yeah, I would agree. How about you? I, I, I think uh, Ultimate Wash and Wax Anywhere is yeah. it's a go-to. It's one that I've used every other day, probably on my car. So definitely the highest consumption in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally, an, I have that in my you truck know, right now. Right? You know? So. Definitely one of my, definitely one of my favorites. Too At least many. Top, top many. five. Yeah. <laughs> For expert tips on keeping your vehicle shiny and clean, see the link in the show notes. That will take you to the Meguiar's YouTube channel where you can find helpful playlists like Detailing 101 and DIY car care tips. In Novi, Michigan, alongside Mike Pennington and Tony D'Amato, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.